everybody, Mike Dempsey here for Underdog Fantasy, who are handing out $1 million in giveaways on Super Bowl Sunday. All you need is a verified Underdog account to be eligible. So sign up for Underdog Fantasy and see if you win this Sunday. Underdog Fantasy, don't forget to use promo code 1010XL. Time now for Breaking Bones with Dr. George Bari and Joe C. An informative but laid-back approach to sports medicine on 1010XL. Yeah. Now, let's break some bones. Good morning, Jacksonville. It is time to talk sports injuries, and it's Super Bowl Sunday. Now, I'm just going to begin with a PSA. Do not injure yourself by overeating today because it's all about being on the couch. It's all about being in front of that television. So we're going to talk a little bit about the Super Bowl. But we got breaking bones on the air for the next half hour. Joe C. from XL Primetime. My man, Gio, Dr. George Barry. How you doing, buddy? What's up, man? He is uh, the man when it comes to sports injuries in the city of Jacksonville. Fellowship trained under the renowned Dr. James Andrews. And we've got a special guest with us uh, that we will be talking a little physical therapy, which I'm actually engaged in right now, trying to get the ankle, uh, the bad wheel back to 100%. But Super Bowl Sunday, let's at least start it out. Yes. Are you are you a heavy consumer of calories? Um, I mean, I like to... Are you a dip man is what yes, I'm asking. Yes, absolutely. Who's not okay. a dip man? All right. Yeah, exactly. All right. Like, are you a heavy cheese dip guy? Listen, the, one of the best dips is the Publix buffalo chicken. Oh, yeah. Buffalo chicken dip. dip Cold great. or hot, however yeah. it is you want to do it. All right. It's, it's All right. Fun. So we'd love to hear some of your favorite foods for the Super Bowl. So you can hit the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures at 641-1010. But we will caution people because they say an estimated three to 5,000 calories is consumed today. That that's is a, a boatload of I, buffalo I, I, chicken I'm sure dip. A, a lot of it is um, cold beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That has something to do with it. All right, so let's let's introduce our guests and let's get to some of the yeah. questions today. So uh, today we have Hamant Patel, the owner of Rebound uh, Physical Therapy. He does a lot of physical therapy places in town, and um, I have a good relationship with him. So we figured let's get him on just to talk about some PT, and I'll let I'll uh, let him talk about. Um, you know, their their facilities, what they have, and then we can throw some questions his way. And, and Hamad, good morning. Good morning, Joe. Well, we appreciate you coming in here, and Rebound Rehabilitation is going to be part of our show on a, a fairly regular basis every other week, as often as we can get either you or one of your physical therapists in. Uh, and I'm uh, living proof of a patient. As a matter of fact, three of my family members, me, my wife, and my daughter, uh, Gio, immediately recommended Go to Rebound Rehabilitation. So thank you for hanging out with us. Uh, physical therapy. Let's just at least give everybody an idea. G- Gio, you take it from the start. You see a patient. Yeah. You make a decision, and then you make recommendations. Yeah, so, you know, you always – we always talk about injuries and, and how, how do you treat it. And physical therapy is a very key component of not only surgical, post-surgery, but non-surgical treatment. Mm-hmm. And so physical therapy is, is a big part of it. Dr. Andrews used to always say, I, you know – he goes, I could do the best surgery in the world, and if the patient doesn't do therapy, it's all for nothing. Right. So yep. he, he he's a Dr. Dr. Andrews was big into the therapy um, in the therapy world. Um, he would go to the therapy conferences, physical therapy conferences, and give lectures. So he was big onto that, and, and I think for good reason because there's there's a lot of proof. And I know I tell a lot of patients try some physical therapy, and they go, well, I go work out, I, I lift weights. Why do I need to do therapy? Which I think is a good thing. Maybe how much you can kind of explain. What's the difference if I say, hey, man, I think if, if you do some physical therapy, you can help whatever you're hurting, and they tell me, I go to the gym. I don't, why do I need to do some physical therapy? What, what's the difference between going to the gym and going actually to a, a therapist? 
Well, that's a very good question. Uh, first of all, I want to thank you guys for having me here. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it comes to physical therapy, you know, it's a it's a rehab program that we're specifically designing for each individual patient, right? So, uh, going to the gym, lifting weights is one thing. Uh, you know, with physical therapy, proper evaluations, we can determine what are the deficits that patients having, whether it's a strength issue, range of motion issue, and then we target those specific area. So, you know, going into physical therapy, seeing a therapist and getting a specialized exercise program, that's the key factor. And depending on the injury that you are treating, you know, whether it's a knee injury or ankle injury, there are specific exercises that we will perform that will help the strength, balance, stability, and then overall improving the injury. Now, um, one of the other things is do you guys do like ultrasound or e-stim or dry needling or I forget that there's what's name, scraping, but there's a technical term for it I always forget. Yeah, it's called stuff. the Graston yeah, technique, yep. <laughs> so is that stuff that therapists do and that can, you know, add to the value of, of doing a therapy that you might not be able to do, you know, home exercises and, and alone? Correct, yeah. So there's a lot of other add-on things that we do in physical therapy. So when you're after an injury, when you're having this pain or, you know, limitation, we try to target that first, right? So uh, we use different modalities, lots of heavy on manual therapy techniques, you know, like Dr. Pari said, Graston technique is one of the my favorite one. Dry needling is really good to target those trigger point and tight tissues. Uh, we do a lot of manual stretching, soft tissue mobilizations, uh, tractions, you know, all that stuff will help you to get it out of the pain and, you know, realigning everything else, mm-hmm. right? So uh, with proper, you know, all this multi, I always like to say like, you know, multiple, you know, multi-service approach that we put it together for a patient that kind of helps them to improve faster and for a better outcome. Yeah, it's funny because there, there are three different issues that TLD, the lovely Diane, as I call her, and, and our daughter Annie and, and, and me, which Gio was, I got to give him all the credit in the world. He looked at me, he immediately diagnosed what it was. And just to use your example of you going to the gym, I was going to the gym trying to stay in shape and I ended up really, really causing some damage to my ankle. Uh, TLD had an ankle problem. Uh, Annie had plantar fasciitis. And so all these things you guys can deal with. And the thing I noticed my first appointment to Rebound Rehab was that you are right. It's multiple. They're moving you quickly because you don't have a whole lot of time. Correct. Everyone's on a tight schedule and Mm -hmm. they move quickly through their little exercise, a certain number of exercises. Right. So I always like to ask my patient, like, what are their goals are, right? What are they looking to achieve? And then we are also focusing on those goals, you know, getting you back to whether it's playing golf or whether it's playing tennis, right? So the time is, like you said, you know, we want to try to get those patients better in a timely manner. You know, nobody has like, you know, three days a week for six months, right? So Mm -hmm. our goal is to get you better quickest and using this different approach, different treatment to uh, make you feel better quicker, you know? When you think of different types of ter- uh, therapy, Geo, y- you like you said, you can either look at the surgical option. If you can avoid it, avoid it. And then you look at PRP. You look at all the other options that you might have. And then you start to combine all these things together. And it could be a sports injury. It could be an auto injury. You see a lot of people that have come through maybe an auto accident, right? Yeah. I mean, there's auto, workers' comp, uh, regular injuries, absolutely, the whole gamut. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like to call it a multimodal approach, mm-hmm. right? You have 
the, the, the physician, you have physical therapy, then you have your in, injectables like mm -hmm. a PRP cortisone, and then you have your technique guided stuff, a therapy like the grassy and uh, uh, dry needling and ultrasound. They do phonophoresis where they kind of use ultrasound to, to push the medicine in. So there's a lot of different ways. I, um, it's kind of the same thing when, when someone tells me, I had a cortisone shot in my shoulder. I don't need one in my knee because it's not going to help. It didn't help my shoulder. Well, your shoulder injury is completely different than your knee injury. Very good point. So just because the, the cortisone or the PRP shot didn't help your shoulder doesn't necessarily mean it's not going to help your knee. And, and, and it's the same thing when it comes to therapy. Oh, I did therapy on my shoulder and it didn't help me. Why am I going to do therapy on my knee? Well, these are two different injuries, and I, I do understand the, you know, the hesitation because you did it once, it didn't work on whatever body part, but this is a different body part, it's a different injury, and just to throw out whatever you tried on the other body part because it didn't work, that doesn't hold true. Yeah. Right? So Now, listen, it may not work, but that's not because it didn't work on your shoulder. Well, and it's like exhausting possibilities and being yeah. practical and smart. Like we said, we only have so much time. We only have so many dollars, only have so much insurance coverage. But be practical with your approach to try and get back to 100%. Right. And, um, you know, like Dr. Barty said, you know, different areas react differently. So, you know, a cortisone shot, you know, I think that's really a good way to go and help the patients to get out of that pain. So when you are in their rehab, we're able to get you – proper stretching, you know, move that joint yeah. and, you know, strengthen those muscles, right? Because if you're in pain, it's going to be hard to uh, doing those exercises. So real important to get that cortisone uh, to get rid of that, you know, ac acute pain and like feel better and then go into rehab. Now, you know, as far as the modality goes, you know, we do different things to help the patients with the pain. We have this uh, very advanced uh, treatment that we offer in our clinic. Mm -hmm. It's called deep tissue laser therapy. So we use a class for laser therapy to, you know, alleviate the pain, decrease the inflammation, improve the healing process, which also goes along with the cortisone shot, right? Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. we can do the rehab part. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See, that that's the part that I noticed immediately. And, and by <clears throat> the way, reboundrehab.com is an easy place to go. You can see what they offer. They'll certainly interact with you immediately and set up an appointment. And then you have eight locations all over the First Coast. So we'll be telling people about that. But let's use a sports injury geo and take and take it back to to the physical therapy. Let's start with you though, yeah. Because we talk about Joel Embiid, yes. And we're talking about a big, big, big human being, and fell to the ground. Another uh, basketball player, Golden State Warrior, falls hard on his knee, yeah. and ultimately diagnosed with a meniscus tear. Right. No, and we talked about this. We said, what are the, his possibility of injuries? Because this is before mm -hmm. we knew what he had. Mm -hmm. And we mentioned, I mentioned bone bruise. And meniscal tear. Other than that, I couldn't think of anything more that he would have based on the video. Yeah. Sure enough, he ended up having a meniscus tear. He had a partial meniscectomy, which means they removed the piece of meniscus that was torn. And now they're saying minimum of four weeks, which sounds about right. Right. In the normal human population, I say six to eight weeks. Right? Sure. And sometimes 12, depending if you're a little slower to get back. You know, we all are used to these superstars getting back quicker than us. Sure. But He's going to need some, some therapy. Actually, my one question for Hamant, because I get patients who ask me this, and I'm not a therapist, so I, I kind of have a superficial knowledge of, of what the therapist is actually doing. Sometimes I'll get patients with a meniscus tear. Mm -hmm. It doesn't bother them too much, but it bothers them. They don't want a surgery, or they don't maybe need a surgery, but they want to do something. And I say, well, we'll try some physical therapy. And they go, well, how's therapy going to help my meniscus tear? Mm -hmm. and so since we're talking about a beat, what is it that therapy can do for example, for a non-operative meniscus? How, how does that help relieve that pain and, and get, get you back? So 
This is a very good question. Uh, in a diff- depending on the population, athlete population versus someone who's a little bit older and like you know just hurt their knee, uh, the number one thing we want to focus on is you know how we can get that patient comfortable, right? So, and then uh, obviously you know we use these different modalities to you know target that pain and inflammation you know from the meniscus tear. And then the the next step is going to be you know strengthening those muscles mm-hmm. around the joint, mm-hmm. and we want to make sure that we're pro- providing the proper support. A meniscus, you know, the knee is a weight bearing joint, and we're trying to get that knee to be uh, as supportive with the group of muscles helping with the stability, and that's how it really helps to uh, alleviate the knee pain. And just tell everybody a meniscus tear how you arrive when you like. In other words. The area that we're talking about, and then how you arrive at okay, this is yeah. in or it doesn't need surgery. Sure. So uh, one age, right? If the mm-hmm. older you are, if you have arthritis, we try some therapy because doing a knee scope when you have arthritis, you don't get amazing results by any means because the pain is also some of it is arthritic. Uh, the other thing is if you have a small meniscus tear, if you don't have the big what what really pushes me to to do surgery is if you have mechanical symptoms, your knee is giving out, your knee is buckling, it's swelling up constantly, nonstop. Um, you have uh, severe pain that's debilitating, I will discuss the surgery. Because if you have giving out uh, and your knee kicking and popping and it's getting stuck, now you have a piece of flap, that a flap like a, maybe a, a meniscal flap or a bucket hand or whatever, okay. that's going back and forth and now it's causing mechanical symptoms. That needs to be physically taken care of. Right. As opposed to, hey, my knee is hurting. Mm-hmm. And you know, they got an MRI maybe at the primary or we order MRI or whatnot, and it, there's a meniscus tear. He's not dying. He can still run. It's just sore, and it hurts. I won't rush to surgery for that. That's something mm-hmm. I go, listen, you could try some therapy, maybe get a quick cortisone shot, reduce some of the inflammation, try some therapy, possibly get away from surgery. So that's how I come from it, where if you're having mechanical symptoms, to me that's more surgical. If it's just kind of a pain that's nagging, then definitely you can try a therapy for that. And to pair these up, uh, we're talking, talk, of course, Dr. George Barry and then Hamant Patel from Rebound Rehab. And the, like, to, I, I want to make sure I stay away from anti-inflammatories if I can. Okay. Right. And so now we pair this up. That's where the rehab portion comes in. Correct. Right. Right. Is that right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, if you just give us an idea, like, in other words, it's a step process. Doc makes the evaluation. You make the evaluation. Like you said, what do you want to get out of this to make sure that you're 100 percent? And then you have a nice strategy. Yeah, so, you know, what he does is, you know, evaluating the issues, you know, see whether it's surgical, non-surgical, you know, does the cortisone shot, send him to physical therapy. We do our evaluation. When we do our evaluation, we're not just focusing on just the knee issue only. We're looking at your hips, low back, your ankle. A lot of time it could be, you know, multi-issue, you know, that we can target, right? So mm-hmm. people who are runner, for example, they have tight hamstring, they have tight IT band, right? So we target those as well because that can also lead you into a next injury. So our job is not just to kind of helping you with recovering from the knee injury, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. also, you know, preventing from happening again, right? So that's what we focus on as well. Now, I heard a rumor Mm -hmm. that a patient can go and get 30 days of physical therapy without a prescription from a physician. Is this a true story? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so uh, it, is a, it is a true story. Uh, in the state of Florida and like many other states in the United States, uh, they, they have direct access. So physical therapists can see the patients without them being seen by doctors for the first 30 days. 
obviously there are some restrictions with your with their insurance if their insurance doesn't allow it but most of the insurance does allow the patients to go to physical therapy and the purpose of doing this is to delaying you know preventing Put me out the of de- delay yeah. the care <laughs> uh, and, and we don't want to certainly you know disrespect any orthopedics you know we value their opinion but here's what we do you know you let's see if you twist your knee or you know you twisted your shoulder over the weekend and then you start bothering you, right? By the time you go to the doctor, it may take a couple of days or a week before you get in with the doctor, Dr. Mm-hmm. Bari or any other doctor, right? Mm-hmm. So what we do is we do an you know, uh, initial evaluation process and see what's going on, right? Now, in our evaluation, if we determine that there's something serious that needs to be looked at it, will immediately send that to that patient to the doctor for an x-ray, right, okay. or an MRI or for an evaluation. Otherwise, we can treat it. You know, if it's a simple strain or sprain, you know, we can start treating that patient and get them better, you know. Uh, the study shows that the longer you wait after an injury, it will take longer for you to get back. So if you have an injury, I would suggest not to wait too long. Mm-hmm. Go to a doctor as soon as possible. If not, go to a physical therapist. Ask them if they can be seen right away, and we can get you better. It's good advice. He calls it the bypass Bari rule is what he calls it. So yeah. I totally get it. But I, I agree. And he's okay with that. <laughs> but I do agree that the logic is, is, is solid. If it's minimal, make sure you take care of it right away. And then if it's serious, make sure you see uh, a, a, an orthopedic surgeon like my man, uh, Dr. George Bari. All right, listen, Hamad, before we say goodbye, tell everybody, reboundrehab.com and how they can find you. Yeah, so a rebound, I want to just tell you a little bit about rebound. So we are locally owned and operated by physical therapists. Uh, we were founded in 1989 in St. Augustine. Uh, now we have uh, eight locations across Jacksonville and St. Augustine area. So we have licensed physical therapists in our clinic uh, who provides the highest quality of care for various different conditions. Our mission is to provide an excellent patient care. Our approach is based on combination of best clinical practice and outstanding patient care. Uh, our goal is to facilitate the journey of pain-free life and improve our patient quality of life while promoting the positive experience. You know, So if you want to reach out to us, the easiest way, go on uh, our website, www.reboundrehab.com, or you can call us at 904-539-9900. See, I love it. I love it. And I am a patient, and I am feeling better, and hopefully I will be able to report back you know, in the coming weeks to see how everything is. Hamad, thank you. We'll have you or one of the physical therapists in uh, every other week as often as we can. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll have a team of therapists. They would love to come in and share their knowledge, you Mm -hmm. know, answer any questions that, you know, patients or the people have over the radio, and uh, we'll love to do that. Yeah, if you have any questions, shoot us a question. We can always save it um, for... uh the, the next time they're on and uh, kind of go from there. Yep, six four one ten ten. And thanks again, Hamad Patel from Rebound Rehab. Thank you, Joe. I, I listen, Hamad. I, I I'm excited as uh, as he's going to be occasionally hanging out with us every two or three weeks. We'll get a PT in, you know, something like that, just so we can get an idea. Because Geo, I, I like I like bragging on you. I have a feeling that you don't want to be alone with me like anymore. Like <laughs> we don't have you know. Always when you go out to dinner so with another couple, it's not by yourself. And. <laughs> well, all right, I'll, I'll tie it back to Seinfeld. I love tying everything back to Seinfeld. Whenever Jerry's not there, Elaine and George could not hang out together. Yeah. They did not have That's anything. That's what's happening here. That's, I can feel it. <laughs> they, didn't know, they didn't know how to carry on a conversation. But the only thing I'm excited about, and honestly, I, I, I like telling people how good you are because 
you made sure that I had as much information and I went step one, two, three, four, and now I'm feeling better. Not running a race anytime soon. Probably won't ever ever run on a treadmill again, but I'm feeling much better, and that's thanks to you. And of course, well, at least uh, the cane is gone. The quad, the quad cane that you had, it was that was uh, that was pretty great. It was was pretty scary. It was pretty scary. All right, now listen. I like talking about me, but we need to talk about other things: sports injuries. And by the way, we're bringing uh, F1 Intel back. Listen, can we can we just do this? You want to do this right now? I'm doing it now. All right, fine, fine, fine. So F1 is about to start soon, and there's a lot of things happening, right? Mm Hmm. And a lot of drama. First of all, we, what I forgot to mention last week was Lewis Hamilton is now going to Ferrari. Uh-huh. He's going to drive Ferrari now. Uh-huh. He's this year is his last year at Mercedes, right? And he's going to drive the prancing horse. Uh huh. So which that, is a big deal. That's a big big deal. The other big deal, Joe, uh-huh. is the guy who the manager who the guy who runs um, Red Bull, mm-hmm. Christian Horner, mm-hmm. who's married to. Uh, what's her name? Ginger. Is it the Ginger Spice? Spice? That's yeah, right. Ginger Spice. You see, did you see? I knew that. Yeah. And um, you know, he he's a good looking guy. He's has he can talk really well. So some people call uh, he had nicknames, etc. But he's now under investigation, like big time, oh. because he sent inappropriate text messages to a female Red Bull employee. And oh, so you really? can just put you know two and two together and forgot probably what he sent. I don't know. There's no. There's no. Confirmation of what it was that he sent. I'll just say an old school 1010XL sports term that people might remember. He, Sean Salisbury, whoever that was. Okay. Sean Salisbury got in trouble a long time ago for texting a picture of junk, let's just say. (laughs) (laughs) So he's in trouble, man. And, you know, here's here's the crazy thing the rumor is the. The rat, I should say. I don't know the rat, but the where the, the report, uh-huh. that's a better term we're saying, not the rat. Right. The report came out from the ne- press in the Netherlands. And guess who's from the Netherlands? Max Verstappen. Oh. And guess who? Ha- what has been leaking the past couple weeks that Christian Horner and Max Verstappen's dad, who has a big hand in what happens with Max Verstappen, mm-hmm. are not on good terms. you got to be kidding me. I'm just saying. That's so. What, that's what they're saying. So they let out that someone is trying to, and I call it sexting, okay, instead of that, texting. You know, there's no confirmation that's what it was. Again, that's just a But rumor. that's what we're assuming. I mean, what other, when a, a guy sends a message to a woman and someone says it's inappropriate text, usually that's what it is. I do love whenever the, like, say the Guardian, one of the- The pub, Daily yeah, Mail. Yeah, exactly. It says- Barrister leading investigation will travel to Red Bull factory. That's yeah. just, just so funny. So it's going to be interesting to, for the, the start of the season. I, the drive to survive, hopefully to get all this stuff for mm-hmm. the Netflix series, is going to be great to watch. Oh, it's beautiful. All right, this is kind of his like side hustle, okay, besides being an orthopedic surgeon. Side hustles you make money on. I wish I made money on F1. <laughs> that is true. That is true. It costs you money <laughs> because you get to go to a couple of F1 events a year. Uh, but uh, how about his, his, his dirty passion? Okay, how about that, yeah. uh, that he absolutely loves? In other words, everyone has something they would do if they could and didn't have to do what they have to do. You would be an F1 driver. Oh, I th- uh, or you'd own an F one team. Oh, uh, that I think yeah. more so. Yeah, way more so. I would be well. First, of all, I want to be the team doctor. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure that out. <laughs> start- I haven't figured that out yet. I don't know. Um, well, we can't understand why they don't need an orthopedic surgeon in the paddock. I mean, yeah, exactly. It makes sense to Things me. can happen, <laughs> especially around the pit area. 
But like Al Davis is a great example of the NFL way back when. Al Davis just slowly moved up. Started out as I, I, I'm, I'm making things up here a little bit because it's, it's you know way way back. But started out as a player, I believe, then became a coach, then became a guy in charge of running a team, and then owned the team. Yeah. Okay, that's a great success. That's what you see. You know what's out. happening here in F1 is people doing these, and not just F1, but all this racing, sim racing. I started watching that NASCAR series on uh-huh. Netflix, which yeah. is actually very good, and I You're didn't know right. who's a Hamlin who drives and owns a team. Yeah. De- well, I don't know whether De- Denny what, might with Jordan. Yeah. He has he has ownership. He has stake in it. It's kind of crazy to me. He's driving and going against team. But anyways, there is a racer in NASCAR who started as a sim racer, Mm -hmm. just on on the you know the games, and then at fourteen, thirteen, four decided I'm going to race for real, and now he's a NASCAR, which is like you know unheard of to just start off on the computer and then go on. It's crazy what these gamers are able to do now because it's so much more realistic. I was looking at gigs, rigs, I should say. Yeah, and I was like, you know, I'm not buying one, but it. I mean, they go up to like $70,000. Are you kidding? No. Whoa. It was like 70 Gs on the website. I was like, this is crazy. Yeah, it is nuts. All right, listen, I got to get a couple questions in because this is from last week. Uh, and I want to make sure that we at least answer a couple of these. And by the way, six four one ten ten. if you do have a physical therapy question, you can uh, let us know and we'll try and pass it on uh, to the rebound folks. But good morning, gentlemen. Isn't that nice? That's yeah. how he starts it. Good morning, gentlemen. Papa G here. I Papa love the G, show. I love the show, Breaking Bones. I have a question for Doc. I'm turning 65 this year and notice that I wake up every morning with the pain in my neck. And then he puts in parentheses, it's not my wife. <laughs> he says, it almost seems like my vertebrae are collapsing mm. on each other. Yeah. Is that just age or do you think something else is going on? Thank you for your help. I mean, I would say it's probably age. but that by Okay, let me rephrase this. Yes, most likely age at, at 65, mm-hmm. but because of your age, you're, you're probably getting degenerative disc disease and your discs are, are collapsing and you're right. probably having this grinding sensation and very limited range of motion and pain, possibly you know feeling stuff down your arms. Definitely would need an x-ray to see how bad it is, mm-hmm. and then we can go from there. Mm-hmm. All right. So honestly, it's, it, I don't know whether we, you know, we talk about stretching or doing anything else. You go to the gym. Yeah. Would you recommend some you know, above the shoulder exercise just to try and? I mean, look, like pull up because this is me. Yeah. Just like, does that make sense to you? Okay, so just to, for traction, yeah. right? Well, so, no, yeah, that or just something to just kind of create a little distra- bit of distraction, right? Okay. Traction. I mean, they yeah. they sell these traction devices that you can buy, right? One hang off the door and something that you lay down on, and that can pull traction on your neck. Mm-hmm. Inversion tables do the same thing for there your you low back. Mm-hmm. Those are actually helpful. They're not like crazy pseudoscience. The only issue with those is they're all temporary. Mm-hmm. So if you, as you get older, if you wait, if you excuse me, check your height in the morning, mm-hmm. and then check your height before you go to bed. If you have a very precise measurement, you will see that you're actually shorter by the time you go to bed as opposed to when you wake up. Because when you wake up, every, you've now laid down. Gravity is now gone. Mm-hmm. As the day goes on, gravity is pushing you down, and mm-hmm. you're and it kind of shortens you up a little bit. I'm not talking about like you know four inches, but if you have a good measurement, you you actually you're shorter. So traction will kind of reverse that. Pull it. It's all temporary, though, because you're going to pull on it. It's going to feel great. And then mm-hmm. eventually, you know, I don't know how, after how long, how many minutes, gravity is going to push that back. But inversion tables and traction devices for the cervical spine are great to use for temporary help and temporary relief and just to make you feel good. You can't sit there for an hour on it, right? But it does help for neck and back pain. I do like that. All right. Uh, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, do you, are you 
Like, I know I'm a diehard Super Bowl man. I know that you, like, if you're if the Jaguars are in it, you're diehard. Yeah. But you're more of a casual football yeah, guy. I mean, uh, I mean yeah, I, I, I want to watch Super Bowl. I like the commercials. I think I'm more probably to eat, have an excuse to eat all mm-hmm. the junk. Is young George going to make sure that it's locked in, it's appointment? Oh, young, young George has was begging me to go to the Pro Bowl, and he wrote <laughs> me a whole letter. Did he really? Yes, on why he should go to the Pro Bowl. And I was like, we're not going beautiful. to the Pro Bowl, buddy. I love it. I love it. All right, so they say roughly three to 5,000 calories consumed. I mean, I could see that. I mean, yeah. you, you cup four or five beers like most people probably do, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. chips and guac by itself. Yeah. That's probably blown out of the water right there. Exactly. And if I consume the 20 wings that I'm picturing in my mind yeah. right now, uh, I know I'm going to be able to do it. All right, everybody have fun today. Uh, consume, but don't consume everything. Uh, make sure you get up and walk around uh, and hit us with a text question that we will try and come back to next week, 641-1010, uh, because we have run out of time. All right, Geo, if they want to listen to the podcast. Apple, Google, and Spotify. Search for Breaking Bones. All right, and don't forget... Dr. George Bari, if you have any joint pain, if you're thinking about either the PRP shot, if you need to look at uh, the realistic possibility of surgery, trust the man that was trained under Dr. James Andrews, Dr. George Bari. Find him at bariorthopedics.com. I'm going Niners. Who are you going? I think, unfortunately, that Mahomes is going to pull You're going to go Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, how can you go against them right now at this point? I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like it. All right, we are done. You got the rest of your Sunday. Enjoy it. You've been listening to Breaking Bones with Dr. George Bari and Joe C. on 1010XL.